Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. I'm going live on Instagram to record this little mini live training on how to step out of the rat race in your business, whilst I'm also recording it into a podcast episode. So those of you who are new to my podcast is called Pause Purpose Play, and I address that kind of rat race quite a lot in the podcast because as you can hear it's called pause purpose play so I want to address high striving ambitious women who put a lot of pressure on themselves to do really well at work right so then there's no wonder that we get into a bit of a rat race um, and when I posted about this live training on Instagram for today I used a little video of a hamster that's running around and around and around these little plates that they have in their small cages right so When I'm doing this live training today, I want to think about a few different things that are relevant for high striving individuals to be aware of, of why the relationship we have with these things matter and how when we address the relationship with these five different things I'm going to explore today, we can also increase the likelihood that we will have more joy, more connection, more fulfillment in our work and not just running around on a little um, hamster wheel. So yeah, so I'm doing this as a little experiment, um, going live and recording the podcast at the same time and see where this just takes us. Because one of the things I've realized from being in business now for about eight years is that the more I can um, kind of cut some corners and do things slightly imperfectly and multitask and multipurpose in this sort of way, the more I can get some of my stretchy goals met because I'm doing more with fewer kind of efforts, right? So recording a podcast episode whilst I'm going live is a really great way of repurposing content. So I don't wanna just stare at myself. If you're watching, please do drop in your questions. If you are listening to the podcast afterwards, I would love to hear what you think of it. So then just drop me a message and let me know what resonated with you. So I'm gonna go through five things today but I also would love to have some questions. So feel free to just drop in your comments. This is a brand new way of doing it for me. So I wanna make sure that I'm kind of on target with what feels relevant to people. So I've kind of phrased it as your relationship with things, right? So stepping out of this rat race in your business, or if you're not a business owner, but you are in a corporate job, this is still relevant. So you can still tune in, you can still listen to this. But this is especially important for female entrepreneurs who often bring the rat race with them from a corporate setting. So don't switch off if you are not a business owner. I know I talk to a lot of business owner difficulties at the moment, but there's so much crossover. You know, I work with both corporate women and female entrepreneurs. So yeah, so stay tuned still. Basically, people who work, who are high-striving, high-achieving, and put pressure on themselves can get stuck in some of these patterns. So it's going to be relevant to you. Right, so let's get going. 
right? Number one of the things I thought about is your relationship with success, right? So a lot of us feel like I want to be successful. You know, I want to be meeting my ambition. So when I am successful, I'll feel really happy with it. I'll feel really pleased with where the business is going. So how do we know when we get to that point? How do you know when all your hard work has yielded you success without you first defining what success means to you, right? This is not unique to my work. Obviously, you would speak to lots of people, business coaches, um, career coaches, psychologists, therapists. A lot of people talk about this concept of what is success? If you don't first define this, there's a risk that you will then kind of be stuck in this hamster wheel of like doing more, more, more without even really being sure of why you're doing that thing and where that thing is going to take you. So it can feel directionless, right? Much like the hamster wheel that goes round and round and round, where are you going? And you're going there really fast. And if you don't address your relationship with success and what success means to you, the risk is that you go into the direction of burnout really fast. Okay, and that's what happens to a lot of the female entrepreneurs I work with. And I want to get to you before you get to that point of burning yourself out, where we can think about prevention rather than intervention. So consider for a moment, what is your relationship with success? Is success to you that you are able to leave work, finish whatever you're doing, switch off from that, pick up the kids, and have a great time together without feeling like you want to shout at everyone because you're so stressed out. Is that success? Does that feel really meaningful that, you know what, I'm able to leave work behind and I'm able to switch into my mode, right? If that feels like success for you, put your hand up, right? That's absolutely fine. If success for you is making enough money by charging your worth, feeling like you're able to put your rates up to reflect your experience, your expertise, your zone of genius. And that feels like success that people are saying, I want to work with you. I want to book your services or I want to buy your products or I just, I need your business. And you feel comfortable charging what you're worth. Is that success to you? That's fine too, right? And those two things are not at odds. If success to you as a definition is, I'm able to turn up for work. I feel like I'm rewarded financially and psychologically, emotionally, by the work that I do, then that's fine too. So there's so many different ways of defining success. And I think it's important to tune into this one because without that definition, how will you know if you're hitting those parameters? How will you know if you are being successful as a business owner or if the things you need to tweak and and change, right? So I think that that's really crucial as well. So the second thing, now we've just covered thinking about your relationship with success, and I'm not giving you the answers because actually this is up to you. You have to think about what your definition is and how you know you're on the way towards that success, right? So your first question or your first tip is to think about your relationship with success. And that relates into the second thing, which is your relationship with yourself, right? As a business owner, there's a surprising amount of inner work to do to actually be on track these things. There's a surprising amount of reflections, insights, realizations around how you might be your own biggest enemy, how you might get in the way of yourself as a business owner. Sometimes we think of it as self-sabotage. 
Sometimes we think of it as avoidance, you know, all the different ways that you are human and flawed and imperfect, they will show up in your business too. So when you think about your relationship with yourself, if you have the self relationship, which is, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think I'm worth this. I don't think I'm able to do this. If you have those kind of relationships with yourself, then of course it's going to be challenging for you to get out of the right race because then you might feel I need to prove myself or I need to constantly be working to have a sense of worth. I need to be making progress constantly. I need to constantly challenge myself. If you have that kind of quite pressurizing relationship with yourself, you're also again on that same wheel heading towards burnout like I talked about earlier. It's going in that direction and it's going there fast. So moving those little hamster legs faster and faster and faster is not necessarily going to get you towards fulfillment because that fulfillment needs to come from within. The success metrics or the um, the milestones, or the revenue goals or the whatever business you've secured, none of those things are going to give you a long lasting sense of worth and fulfillment within yourself because it's not about that. It's, the business cannot serve that. You need to do that inner work. And that inner work that you do helps you level up in your business too. So that's really important. And that's a lot of the work that I do in supporting business owners is to realize that it's not about what your what your P&L looks like for the next year. It's about what you look, what you feel like on the inside. So doing that sort of mindset work, um, unblocking yourself, getting out of your own way, all of those things is going to help you level up to that next level. And that relates to the next point. So if the first one, the first tip I talked about is your relationship with success. The second one is your relationship with yourself. The third one is your relationship with your working hours and productivity. What does productivity mean to you? And this is where it gets a little bit um, tricky here because it's not just about you as an individual, you're existing in a bigger, wider societal context where the pressure to be productive in a kind of very masculine energy way is very pervasive. Right, there's a lot of P words there all at once. And here's another one, patriarchy. So there's a patriarchal pressure to define productivity as I need to be working 40 hours plus a week. If I don't do that, then I'm not being productive and I'm not performing, right? I work three and a half days a week. And in those three three days, um, where my child goes to nursery, I also weave in a lot of things that I need for me. I have a yoga session, a PT session, lunch with friends, because I've stopped buying into that masculine toxic narrative of productivity, meaning I have to be working these set number of hours. I am much more guided by what feels good for me, what feels good for my business, and productivity in in more of a sort of results oriented way rather than number of hours oriented way. And stepping out of that can be really difficult, especially if you come from a corporate rat race where you can then bring that toxic productivity with you into your business. And it's really kind of like a corporate hangover. These patterns run deep and you can get a sense of guilt and shame if you are not doing the the FaceTime hours. If you go out for a yoga session, you might feel like, oh, I'm not really being, I'm not working. I'm not being productive. And I have such a long to-do list that I could be doing more, right? But you can always be doing more. And the key to stepping out of that rat race in your business isn't to do more, it's to do less and do that less bit well, right? 
And again, so that links into your relationship with achievement. So, so, so far we talked about your relationship with success, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with productivity, and now let's think about your relationship with achievement. And if you attach your sense of self-worth to achievement, then you will feel like a failure when you make a mistake. It's really easy to then get into overworking as a way to make up for any mistakes that you make or any shortfall in clients, money, results. And that's a really fast track into burnout. That's a really fast way to keep going round that rat race until you hit the wall. Acknowledging with compassion that you have a sense of achievement that is hinged upon needing to hit the next target or you have a sense of self-worth that is attached to achievement needing to do more to feel good about yourself that is not your fault that's a very common thing in today's modern society in the western world that we just think that more is more and working more hours and making more achievements hitting more results is really common So when we think about stepping out of that rat race, it would mean that you would feel really fulfilled and really well in yourself, even if you didn't hit the achievement you wanted. Because you've kind of separated your sense of self-worth away from that achievement. Your self-worth is more attached to feeling well in yourself, right? It's more important, more successful to feel that I'm well in myself because when I'm well in myself, I'm enjoying the business I do. I'm enjoying the work I do. I choose the work to call in the work that's aligned to my values, that fits with my integrity, that means that I can be the kind of parent I wanna be when I finish work for the day. That can feel like success and that can feel like an achievement in itself. To do that inner work that we talked about earlier, to help you understand and realize, you know what? It's not just about what revenue I call in. It's not just about the number of hours I work in a week. It's much more about who am I being as a person, as a leader, as a business owner, when I am well in myself. And changing your relationship with achievement is has got everything to do with how you get out of that rat race. Because then you can kind of bring in a sense of compassion for yourself, being a bit kinder to yourself, realizing when you've been working too much or you've been picking up that latest cold from your kids dragging home from school or nursery, and being a bit kinder and saying, you know what, I don't have the capacity quite this week to do these things. What can I delegate to someone else? What can I do next week? And what can I ditch and not do at all? And those those decisions, those really important decisions of when do I cut myself some slack is really important. And when you've been in a rat race, especially corporate rat race, it might have been really difficult to cut yourself any slack along the way. So this starts now. So these four things we talked about, the relationship that you have with these different aspects, when we bring compassion to that, they start to soften. They start to soothe a bit and it becomes a little bit easier to drop down into your body and being more like the person you want to be, the leader you want to be, because you are more rested, you are more well, you're making wiser decisions because you're not frantically, reactively kind of going around everything that needs to be done now. It's actually, you know, what's going to be helpful to me? rather than harmful to me right now. And that brings me to the last point, which is your relationship to others. And that relationship to others can be helpful or harmful, 
right? As a business owner, someone who's maybe, you know, you're facing competitors, perhaps there are people in your space doing similar things to you, selling similar services or products, whatever. And you kind of look at them, well, like they're smashing it, they're doing everything. And then you kind of get caught up comparing with them on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever. And this sense of comparisonitis, where you're looking at others and measuring your own self-worth against them is very common. It's so common that I'm willing to say that actually it's so human to see how you measure up. Sometimes we think of that as social psychology or group psychology that you kind of need to know. Are you gonna cut it? Do you feel, are you enough? Because if you're feeling that you're not measuring up, that's hugely, deeply threatening for you as a human. We are social creatures. We want to know where we rank. This is kind of coming from something called social rank theory. So rather than saying, what's wrong with me? Why do I compare with other people? I want you to soften and soothe that with some compassion by saying, no wonder that I compare with other people. No wonder that I'm looking outwardly. And that relationship you have with other people's definition of success, definition of achievement, definition of productivity, no wonder that you kind of look at that, but then just bring it right back in again. Like how helpful is it going to be for you to keep comparing those things with others? Is that making you choose wisely in your business, whether you go for that yoga class or whether you pick up another client, or if you kind of think, I've got enough on my plate, I'm just going to take it a bit easier for a while. That comparison with what other people do is understandable and it's also unhelpful because it's stopping you from tuning into your intuition of what you think you need. And for me, as a mother of two young children, what I need to do in my business might be very different to someone who doesn't have any children at all or have children who are much older and more self-sufficient. So me tuning into my energy, my capacity, week by week, day by day, month by month, and making some wise business decisions around that help me, helps me to step out of that rat race of like must do, 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 do. And it's more important to think about how can I be? How can I be me with everything on my plate that I make wise decisions about? What do I put down? You know, what do I prioritize? What do I focus on? What can I do in this moment? And what do I need to think about leaving for another moment? And Doing that makes you bulletproof yourself from things like burnout, stress, overwhelm, because you're choosing constantly. In every moment, you have a choice to think, what do I do more of? What do I do less of? Do I dial up my self-care and dial up my rest? Do I dial down my pressure to meet this deadline? Do I pick and choose and prioritize what I need to let go of? So that relationship you have with others, noticing that comparisonitis with compassion, not saying you shouldn't have it, that can be really helpful as a way to understand, you know what, I am a social human being, I'm going to want to compare to others. And actually reminding yourself with this really helpful mantra, which is to compare is to despair. When you compare, you are more likely to end up feeling like you are losing, like you're not measuring up because of one of these psychological concepts, which means you're more likely to compare upwards to people you think are above you, ahead of you, a few steps, than you are to compare to people who are below you. Maybe they're further behind you in their business journey. So when we make those comparisons, of course we're gonna then despair because we're only selectively attending to the information we see from people ahead of us. 
So again, reminding you that comparison is really normal and human, and we want to bring some compassion to that. And then when we notice that it's understandable that we do this, can we then soften and soothe it by bringing back the focus to you, your intention, your intuition, like actually what do I need? Yes, I'm seeing this person doing X, Y, and Z, but what do I need to do? And also knowing that the things you see them do, the X, Y, and Z, you don't know, you don't see the A, B, and C that is costing them. Sometimes we see this definition, or sometimes we see this image, this picture of success, or someone else smashing their goals and all of that language, which is again very patriarchal, very male-dominated energy. Smashing it, slaying it, all of these things which are all about quite harsh productivity, quite harsh um, pressurized performance. We don't see this cost to that. We don't see how much they might be yelling at the kids on the weekend because they've been plowing through, they've been pushing beyond their own body's capacity. So as a way to round this off for today, I want to just remind you that if you want to get off this rat race, if you want to start to take better care of yourself and not be so caught up in what everyone else is doing in their business and kind of staying in the lane that's right for you, then you need to think about how you burn bright rather than burning out. You need to think about what it means for you to shine your light, to be the most impactful person you can be, to think about how you change the world in a way that fits with your values and show up in a way that's impactful for others, for the world, without having a negative impact on you. And that's exactly what I teach in my group coaching program, Burn Bright as well, which is now open for, for application. And I only bring people in who I think have a willingness to unpick this rat race mentality, who have a willingness to unlearn some of this toxic productivity that we have learned through no fault of our own. This is why I work with only women in these communities, because we can talk about also how easy it is to be kind of falling falling prey to this kind of patriarchal pressure. So if you're interested in Burn Bright, you can apply now by reaching out to me in a DM, or you can send me an email on info at thethomasconnection.co.uk um, and just see if it's the right fit for you. If you're not sure, if you have questions, you can just book a call with me, have a chat with me, but just DM me, you know? There's no stupid question if you think that this might be right for you, but you have like a yes but, give me your yes but. I'm here to answer questions and I'm gonna be doing another live session this week. But I feel like I wanna round things off by saying a well done to myself, because I showed up, I did this challenge, I recorded a live podcast on Instagram. You know what, this has saved me loads of time. I've done this fantastic short mini training that you can catch up on if you haven't done it live. Please pop in your comments. I would love to see how this resonates with you. And if you're listening to the podcast, please reach out to me and let me know how this felt. If you found it helpful, that some of these discussions I was having around toxic productivity and stepping out of this rat race, tag a friend, send it to a friend. Let's start a revolution. Let's just step out of this shit that is pointing to burnout for all of us, not just female entrepreneurs or corporate women, but all of us are so prone to this sense of, um, of burnout and overproductivity at the moment. And so, yes, I'm very pleased. And thank you for the comment here. Well done indeed. I'm very pleased that someone has um, agreed to pat me on the back as well. Because this celebration process, when you've done something stretchy, is so important. So if you don't celebrate your own wins, who's going to do that for you? So I'll see you again for my next live. And I'll speak to you again on my next podcast episode. And until then, 
Do take care of yourself. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas. You can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.